Hi, Ford team. We announced an important step forward in our Ford Plus plan to support EV adoption and provide our customers with a reliable network of fast chargers. As you may have heard, current and future Ford and Lincoln customers will now have access to 12,000 Tesla superchargers across the US and Canada, more than doubling the number of fast chargers available to our customers. And that's on top of the investment our dealer network is making to add roughly 1,800 public-facing fast chargers. The Tesla supercharger network has an incredible reliability. It's got great locations, and the North America Charging Standard Plug, also known as NACS, is smaller, it's lighter, and more robust, and it gives a lot better charging experience than what's available today. That's why starting in 25, we're gonna sell future EVs with the NACS built in. So you and the rest of our customers can feel confident about charging wherever you go. With these superchargers, the Blue Oval Charging Network will give customers access to the single largest integrated fast charging network across the US and Canada with automatic routing to the nearest charger and seamless billing through Ford Pass. We're committed to leading the EV revolution and an important step of that is to ensure we provide our customers with outstanding EV experiences and reliable public charging. Now, here's my conversation and the Q&A with Elon. Hi, Elon. Are you there? I am. Um, hey, so. so this is a cool Twitter spaces. That, learning a lot about this platform. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a great way to talk directly to people um, and have uh, just a kind of a real-time conversation. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for doing this. So I guess, yeah. um, so would you like to make the announcement? Yeah. Thank you, Elon. Um, and, you know, working with Elon and his team, I'm really excited for for um, our industry and and for the Ford customers, we're going to be we're, we're announcing that in early 2024, all of Ford's uh, existing customers and future customers would have access to 12,000 Tesla superchargers, high speed superchargers across the U.S. We're really excited about that. We're you know ramping production, and we think this is a huge. Um, move for our industry and for all electric customers. And, um, and then uh, about a year later, we're going to be equipping our Fords when, when we go to our second generation electric vehicles with the uh, NACS um, uh, interface. So it's uh, really, Elon, I want to thank you and your team. It's been great working with you so far. And I, I'm really excited about what this means for customers. How did, you know, we've been talking about this for a while, you and I. What, uh, what yeah. are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, well, um, uh, well, it's, it's certainly uh, super exciting to be uh, uh, in partnership with Ford. Um, uh, have a trans amount of respect for Ford as a company and uh, makes great, great vehicles. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, this this, this is. Uh, you know, it's something where where we're super happy to support um, uh, um, for vehicles with uh, the Tesla supercharging network, um, and uh, you know, also provide um, 
uh, API access. So like, uh, you know, a, so like a, a Ford vehicle can charge at a Tesla supercharger using a Ford app um, seamlessly. Um, essentially, like the the idea is that like we, we don't want the Tesla supercharger network to be like a walled, gar a walled garden. You know, to, we want it to be something that is supportive of um, electrification and and uh, sustainable transport in general. So, um, and we're very very much appreciative of of uh, Ford's uh, you know interest in in partnering on this front. So, uh, it's it is a uh, in our intent to do uh, everything uh, possible to support um, Ford and, and have Ford be on an equal footing um, at uh, Tesla superchargers. Well, this is a really, really big deal for for our customers um, because opening, yeah, we have about 10,000 fast chargers now, but 12,000, we, and we love, we love the locations, we love the reliability, your routing software, um, the ease of use of, of the connector, um, the reliability of it. Um, I think it's, it's a pretty amazing what you, what you and your team have, have done for, for the customers. Um, how are you seeing things in Europe? Because I know that's a little bit different. Well, the, the, the Europe spec, um, it's funny. Um, I actually went to visit the EU um, Minister of Transport, because I was uh, this is several years ago, um, because I, I was actually pretty upset about the EU design. And honestly, it was it was it was it was somewhat of a, a Kafka esque situation, um, <laughs> where where I was I was told, well, you know, it was designed by a committee. I'm like, well, we didn't know this committee existed. Um, <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> but you should have known. Like, I'm like, well, how are we supposed to to provide input on something we didn't know existed, this is not possible, mm. and, and and it hadn't yet become law or anything. Uh, so I was like, "Well, how about if there's alternatives? You know, like you can have two, or you know." And um, but but unfortunately, the, the EU connector is very much a design by committee situation, um, and um, but we're, we're we're somewhat stuck with it. In fact, we're, we're not even allowed to have private uh, networks in the in the in the mm -hmm. EU that have. Um, the North American connector. So, um, but but I think it, it, it is the the you know, the team's done done a, a good job, and it's it, it's a pretty great connector. So, um, mm -hmm. and and if if we you know working with with Ford and, and perhaps others uh, can make it the North American standard, I think the the consumers will be uh, all the better for it. Um, so, um, yeah. I know you and I've been you know talking about what we can do together to advance um you know the the industry and the customer experience but it became clear to me i was i was on vacation with my family last year in lake tahoe i was driving back i think to monterey and my kids kids kept look uh looking at me and going hey dad there's another supercharger uh, <laughs> can you yeah. can we stop there how about how about there how about on the i-5 dad I was like, no, we have to go. We have to go over here behind this other building, <laughs> and so uh, it kind of became obvious to me, you know, the job your team had done and and what it means for customers. <laughs> Absolutely. So, well, um, you know, it, our our goal really is to be helpful as helpful as possible in accelerating towards sustainable transport, um, and um, 
you know that that's also like why why we open source our patents um and and many of our designs are open sourced so um you're just glad to be as helpful as as possible um and um and i think we i think you alluded to it but we should, we should mention that there will be an adapter uh in yeah. the interim. um so i think we're aiming for that adapter to be in production uh early next year i, I think yes yeah yes and that and that's a really big deal because that you know i mean we're we don't we don't have as many uh ev customers as you do but uh we still have plenty and you know for them to be able to have this benefit early next year already and not have to like buy a new car is i think a real statement uh by you and the tesla team you know to 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 be really thinking um, prioritizing the the customer's experience, um, so you know that that's that's really a big deal. And of course, we're really we're totally committed to the NACS um, uh, interface itself going forward. That sounds great. Um, well, let's see, should, should we maybe take some we, we take some questions? Um, Perfect. Um, let's see. Maybe far far is that? Um, I have one I think that's pretty cool I see which is um which is um how will it, how much it will cost and so I was thinking that that's a good one I you know we'll obviously try to make it as affordable and competitive as possible early next year um and we'll have different kinds of payment options like subscriptions etc yeah, it's. I think it, it will not be cost prohibitive. It'll be you know something that's quite quite affordable, you know, in, in the in the hundreds of dollars range. Uh, you know, it's 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 an adapter, so it's not it's not super expensive. Yep. Uh, um, <clears throat> let's see, so as far as that, did you have a question? Sure. Yeah. No, thank you for bringing me up. Hi, Elon. Hi, Jim. Uh, congrats on the announcement. Um, yeah, Jim. I just want to give you props. I think um, out of all the legacy automakers, I really like the leadership that you've sort of driven for Ford, having the guts and the bravery of, uh, you know, really allowing the public seeing the financials for all your uh, business units, I think is, is quite the a leadership standpoint that I think should be noticed by the rest of the industry. Um, how, how do you view that decision uh, within the context of sort of uh, this decision here today? And what are some of the, I guess, challenges or things that you've been able to learn from, uh, going through this transition, sort of this next generation of Ford, and uh, sort of at just high level, how are you thinking about Ford where it stands today? Uh, I think it's just it's just very impressive how you all decided to do that. I think it's really really cool. Well, I think you know, obviously Tesla, you know, stormed through the train station like three hundred kilometer per hour Shinkins, and so it's like, um, you know, we're learning a lot. Uh, I'd say. Um, splitting out the business really has been a game changer for us because it's given us a lot. Like we really are focused on like this decision on trying to work uh, on behalf of the customer. Um, and, and maybe when, when it was not broken out, we didn't have that laser focus. I think some of the things that we learned, frankly, a lot, a lot of them from Elon's team is, you know, our, our industry is kind of obsessed with these huge batteries. And I think that's maybe not the right approach. You know, we should make the battery as 
small as possible, actually with a really competitive user experience range, but have like really great fast charging experience combined with that, you know, so we don't have to be driving around, you know, $20,000 of extra batteries for customers. Um, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. So I, I think I've learned that. And also the embedded electric architecture, you know, fully updatable vehicle, like it's super hard what Tesla's done. And I totally respect them, you know, to do that, um, to make a fully software updatable vehicle. And we're in the process of doing, but it's super hard. It's super hard, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, Jim, we're happy to be helpful in, in you know, in, in other respects with, you know, on the software front. Um, there, there may be, you know, um, some, you know, something where we can be helpful there, you know, in the same way that like maybe Android is, you know, helpful uh, to the, the phone industry as, as sort of a general standard. Like we could uh, potentially open, you know, I think open source more code, and you know, we're just we'd love to be helpful in any way that we can. Yeah, um, I, I I think that's super important. It shouldn't stop now. I'm I'm actually really interested, Elon, in your experience so far in Corpus Christi and processing raw materials. It seems like you're really learning a lot yeah i mean we, our actual goal is to do the the least amount uh <laughs> possible for, but 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 then we end, end up hitting these choke points uh or or we anticipate hitting choke points um so the uh, a lot of the vertical integration uh is is really out of necessity um and uh you know if we, if we find that there are suppliers that are solving the problem and and there's a there's good visibility into uh, the, the, the future uh, output uh, roadmap, then, uh, you know, th there may be cases where we would, you know, um, redirect those resources from what, what they're doing to something else. Because mm -hmm. we've got, we got a, a, a triage list of problems a mile long. So, mm -hmm. uh, uh, but, but the, you know, we, we did see a pretty serious issue with uh, lithium refining. Um, there's a lot of lithium ore in the world. Um, like when one looks at the uh, sort of uh, lithium reserves, that that's actually a tiny fraction of the amount of lithium that 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 is that exists. Um, but but the the processing of lithium um, it's just, it seems to be a significant choke point. So that that's the reason for our lithium refinery uh, that we just um, broke ground on in Corpus Christi, and then we've got a cathode refinery that's um, on the same piece of land as our factory in Austin, um, that's that's for a nickel-based cathode, and then we're we're just trying to figure out like, man, do we need to do the anode too? Hopefully not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. but, but if someone else could please do that, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, it's, it's synthetic uh, graphite. Uh, there's a big market for it. I recommend yeah. entrepreneurs. I, I mean, I see so many entrepreneurs like, you know, in Silicon Valley doing like a software startup or you know, sort of chasing the latest, greatest, latest thing, but, but not enough of um, the talent in North America, I think, goes into heavy industry. Um, and the, the, the crazy thing is, like, the opportunity in heavy industry is tremendous. Um, and um, so I just would really like to encourage entrepreneurs to, to think about things that, that don't involve, you know, uh, an app on a phone, basically. Um, so <laughs> apps on a phone, we need them. But like, you know, I just think yep. we have an over allocation of talent <laughs> yeah. towards apps on phones. <laughs> Coming from Ford, I totally agree with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. 
totally agree. Um, <laughs> it, it is super hard making cars. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> well, it's super hard making embedded electric architectures too. <laughs> right back at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I, I, and it's, it's like, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, uh, California gets a lot of flack, but, but I have to say like the, the, the Tesla and SpaceX teams in, in California are work like hell. Um, you know, we run the, the Fremont plant twenty four seven in the Bay Area, um, and uh, and the output at sort of on a Sunday morning is about the same as on a, a, mon a Monday afternoon. Um, and, and then I was like, well, do we have quality issues maybe mm. that are differential? Because like, who really wants to work at four a.m. on a Sunday? Mm. Um, <laughs> You're right, but but, but actually, but no, no, no. It's it's, it's slightly counterintuitive. Uh, we actually. I mean, look, you know, quality is always a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a challenge. But, um, but, but actually, the quality uh, is slightly worse uh, on, a, on a Monday than it is on um, a Sunday night shift, uh, which is counterintuitive. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> it um, is. Uh, so I know. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm getting some questions about... Um, all the existing Ford chargers, yeah, the the everything will still work. So so we're good with that. Um, should should we enable yeah. a car dealership guy to? <laughs> I don't know him, right? Oh yes! Oh my God! Is that Mike Sullivan? <laughs> it might be. Oh yeah! There we go. Yep, we'll we'll enable. Okay. Car dealer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mike, is that? Is that you calling from Santa Monica? Talking to me, Mike. I'm not <laughs> Mike, Mike, check your mic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how, how are you guys doing? I'm, I'm definitely not a mic, uh, <laughs> but but I but I have a mic. So, uh, hey, appreciate okay. you appreciate you bringing me up, Elon, Jim, hey, Farzad. Uh, Jim, I have a question for you regarding, and I, I did miss the whole beginning part of this, so apologies if you already <laughs> spoke about this, but how do you reconcile, how do you reconcile the shift to electrification um, and, and specifically with, you know, the standards that, you know, you have a massive dealer network throughout the country. Um, so, so that entire shift with the, the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, if we're just being objective, your, your customer or a, a one of your customers is the dealer still, and of course the dealer network. And yep. you know, how do you reconcile all of that? And I'm coming from a position where, you know, I don't know how much you know about my mission, but I'm really trying to deliver transparent insights into, into the car market in an unbiased way. I'm a used car dealer, so I don't have a horse in this race per se. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll take a pause, but go ahead. Thanks. Yeah, I think you know, I had the opportunity to lead Scion, and I learned a lot. Um, from that experience, I think when you look at the net promoter score uh, of people who buy vehicles, you know, they, they really want transparency in the pricing. So net early next year, we're going to be going to non-negotiated pricing and more and more people want to do business remotely. Um, so we want to offer that. But, you know, when you get an accident or you have questions, I mean, people are going to want to talk to someone. Um, so I, I think I think there's an answer out there. If I look at markets like Norway that are very, you know, that have really adopted electrification, there's some combination uh, that I think we're moving to that is good for the customer. Um, and I don't think it's its odds with, you know, 
the the system has been there for 120 years. But uh, of course, for like commercial vehicles, it's a little different. Um, you know, that network has to do a lot of repair vehicles. They're heavily used, and and so you know, physical service is like super important for commercial customers. But but I think I think we're moving to a different experience, um, and that will be. From my experience, that would be a good thing. Look, I, I don't necessarily disagree on. I think that, you know, I'm, I am I love the business. And I think Tesla's an enigma in the sense that, you know, it's been D2C um, since very early on. And that's how the company was built. I think, you know, speaking, I get tons of DMs every day. And so it's very, I'm in a very interesting position where I, I have a very, you know, strong pulse on the market. And, you know, you're the CEO of the company. So I'm sure you do too, clearly. But I'm constantly seeing stuff like, you know, blue sky multiples. And for anyone in the audience that doesn't know what that means, it just means the multiple that Ford stores are selling now, they, they keep declining. And, and wh- the, the reason that's important, the reason I pay attention to that in, in what I do is because that just tells me that has a direct correlation to dealer sentiment and what mm. dealers think that, you know, the future holds for a specific brand. And so I think, you know, that, that's where my head is at thinking, how, how does that work itself out? I understand you're right that, you know, there's different reasons why DTC can be better for a customer or a dealer network or anything in between. Like, we can argue that all day. Um, and I think execu- it really does come down to execution in a sense. But I still wonder how, how does this all play out given that there is a dealer network and, you know, that is the, the reality of how the company's structured, you know, going through that transition. It, yeah, it's, it's off. Yeah, I think um, I think it is a transition, and we're learning. Yeah, what, what how I kind of think of it is like we're going into a second inning of a nine inning game. So, you know, we're gonna make adjustments along the way. I just don't see it as an either or. Um, I, I just don't. I, I I I think we need physical outlets here and there. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, we, we should probably not stray to just FYI for yeah. everyone because it, it'll, it'll, this could easily, you know, go be like a several hour long um, Q and A about Tesla and Ford. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we want to stay reasonably on topic. Um, so, uh, you know, if, if there are additional speaker requests, uh, please. Uh, that that's that's totally cool. But um, we want to stay reasonably on topic. So. Uh, with that in mind, do you still have a question? <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it. Like I said, I apologize. I did miss, I missed the beginning. But I think, you know, that all, when I think about the acceleration EV, and I've had, I've spoken with several guests that are, you know, very active in the EV space, not, not Tesla, but, you know, I just think it's, I, I think through that as, you know, what does the world look like in five, 10 years? Where is EV adoption? And what, what does that percentage look like? So, look, guys, I think it's really cool to see that the two of you on this platform doing this together. So kudos to you for, um, really teaming up on that. This is good to see. And um, yeah, I'll, uh, that's all for me for now. Thank you. Okay, sounds good. Um, hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Elon. Um, this is Sergio Rodriguez out here in Monterey, California. So I am absolutely shocked to see this partnership go down. I am mm. impressed <laughs> as all can be. I mean, <laughs> if everybody anybody knows me, they know that I'm completely shocked right now. I don't even I, I don't know where north, south, east, west is right now. But I appreciate the fact that there's going to be a movement forward in as, as far as this electrification. And that way we can get these naysayers that are out there that, you know, feel that 
uh, range anxiety is, is limiting and people can't do this and people can't do that. My question goes to how is the charging speed going to be for us fours on your network? Are we going to be able to charge at our full capacity? Because I know that with the Magic Dock, when I tested it, it was throttled back a bit. Um, it'll, it'll really be at, at whatever the, the physical limit is of the, the wiring. And so we'll, we'll make sure that the adapter is not the limiting factor. So it will, and, and the, the supercharge will not be the limiting factor. So it will really be, um, you know, anything that's on the vehicle side wiring, but we, we, we'll, we'll certainly give, go as, 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 as fast as the, the vehicle battery will allow, um, so you know, it is it's certainly the Tesla intent to make this a um, you know a seamless and positive experience for uh, Ford uh, owners. Perfect, that's great. Thank you. Thank you, Elon. I know we're getting the end of our uh, end of our time, but I have to ask you. I um, from my podcast, I talked to Neil and to Tyson and. And and we were both um, Degrasse Tyson, and we were both oh, yeah. kind of wondering where is the Tesla Roadster in the universe <laughs> oh, right now? Because yeah. <laughs> I, I have a uh, feeling funny like you, you, you track it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to say for, for everyone out there who has a reservation on Tesla Roadster, I just like to say thank you for your patience, um, uh, because and and we we are certainly testing the patience of uh, of. Of the, te- the new Tesla Roadster customers, um, I, I'm actually in the studio here um, uh, with uh, our head of design, actually, and, and uh, our head of vehicle engineering. Um, so, <laughs> Lars and Franz, Franz hey. are here. <laughs> Lars and Franz are here. <laughs> Lars and Franz are here. Um, so, we were actually just looking at the uh, the, the so we're, we're hoping to finish the the design of the, the engineering of the new Roadster this year and hopefully uh, reach production towards the end of next year. I mean, I do want to emphasize that this is financially sort of a, a small small potato situation. Um, you know, it's not going to move the needle in a major way financially. So uh, I've characterized it as the, it's not even the icing on the cake, it's the cherry on the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's still, it, it, you know, it'll be a, a, a really, really cool thing. And, uh, and, um, you know, and, and there's a, a, some, something, you know, poetic about, uh, we started off with a roadster, and well, we're not going to end with a roadster, but <laughs> but it's nice to to, to to have it rhyme and come back with with a, a new version. So, and, wh- and where is the one? Yeah. Where is the one in space? Like, where? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how far out is it? Well, there's, there's actually somebody maintains a website called whereisroadster.com. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So at any given point, you can uh, see where it is. Um, but we 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 ran the. Uh, Sort of orbital calculations forward about 10 million years, and it did not appear to hit anything for the next 10 million years. So it's, uh, you know, never know when something like come out of nowhere, but uh, it, it'll it'll be there. In, in theory, it'll be there um, after the even after the pyramids have eroded. So it's it's a long term, you know. The aliens, if aliens come in the future, they were like, hey, what's this thing? Um, <laughs> and, and then we have we have a, we have a tiny roadster. Uh, like a Matchbox car roadster on the dashboard of the roadster, so they'd be like, uh, maybe they'll think they must they must have worshipped these things. This must be like their religious symbol of something, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that's cool. <laughs> I I just want to 
uh, thank Elon uh, to you and your team for for uh, you know working together on behalf of all of our customers and for all the customers calling in. Just want to thank you uh, for doing so. We're really pumped up about working with with you to you know make our customers' lives better, and uh, we're really thankful for um, your partnership. Likewise, sir. Um, it's an honor to be working with uh, a great company like Ford, and um, so yeah, it's uh, look, looking forward to doing perhaps more in the future. So, well, yeah, and uh, let's do this again. It's been I've learned a lot, and um, uh, yeah, it's a great platform. All right, cool. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay, thank you.